0: From the time I was a child, this first reading uh, always frustrated me because it seemed to go on forever. What about 50? What about 45? What about 40? What about... And I'm like, okay, I get it. But actually, those changes in numbers are really important to give us a step-by-step guide to show us something very, very important that we don't think about very much. And that is the fact that the way our behavior affects all of creation. (coughs) We often think of sin as something personal uh, between me and God, or maybe between me and it hurt maybe another person, or I felt hurt by another person. We keep it that little. But the scripture tells us repeatedly, actually, (coughs) that our sins and our good actions as well, affect the entire world. That's incredible. Because we only think that God can affect the entire world. The Bible tells us that we can affect the entire world through the grace of God. <laughs> and the scriptures today help to point that out. To take a look at that first reading, um, I'd like to give a little bit of, of looking, uh, a little bit of the background of it. <laughs> as to why God is looking to destroy the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. And actually, the story in the Bible is very complicated, and even scripture scholars argue about it. But at heart, (coughs) the problem was that the people of Sodom and Gomorrah had, had visitors come to them seeking hospitality, and the people of the towns rejected them and attacked them. And that did not sit very well. With God. And then <clears throat> the dialogue between God and Abraham is actually a continuation of the first readings from our last couple of Sundays. When Abraham and his wife Sarah had three visitors, the Bible is not very clear, but tells us that one of them was God Himself. And the scripture is very clear on the hospitality and attention that Abraham gave to the three visitors. And that act of justice, that act of humility, that act of honor and respect so impressed God, one of the three visitors, that he then consulted Abraham to ask him his opinion about God's intention to destroy the two cities. So there's one powerful example of human effect on the world, on all of creation. In that, in the ancient scripture, God is consulting a human person on what he should do. Because he knew that Abraham was a just man. (coughs) And then Abraham's line of questioning is a way of figuring out for himself, or helping God to figure out, the importance of one human person who is just. What is the effect of the actions of one just human on the world? And and so Abraham keeps reducing the number of just people that the Lord might find in Sodom and Gomorrah uh, which would change the mind of God about the destruction of the cities. And God says, well, even if I find 10 just people, I will not destroy the cities. The story is left there and God ends up destroying the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. So we can conclude that he did not find ten just people there and we don't know if he would have changed his actions if there were only one just person. None of that ultimately is important. (coughs) What is important is that God agreed that even if there were ten just people, two entire cities would be saved look how human action participates in the history of salvation similarly that's brought forward in the gospel for today not only in the teaching of the lord's prayer the our father <coughs> and the reminder that not only uh, can should we be asking for god's mercy but we need to be in turn showing mercy to others our actions are important Our just actions allow every all the other good to happen (coughs) but there too is a is an example uh, that almost seems silly or exaggerated about against a visitor knocking on the door looking for food it's like the background to the first reading and the one inside rejecting them coming to the door (coughs) and God is hold, and, and, and Jesus is holding up that example is an easy way for us to be like God. Even if someone comes knocking on the door at midnight and the door is locked and we're asleep and we're not dressed and we're tired and all that. We respond and we can be like God. And in turn, that action affects all of creation. The gospel (coughs) reminds us that when we're dealing with someone we love, like a son or daughter, a mother or father, and they ask us for something simple, a piece of food, for example, we usually write, oh yeah, sure, here, what more would you like? We know how to be like God to someone we love. How much more Does God do that toward us? And can we also strive to be like God toward someone we may not know, or someone we may not love, or someone we may not like? We still need to be like God. We still need to answer that door, to get up, to change our plan, to be there for them. Not always easy to do, and yet through our action, we help to change the world. May we leave this this place today more prepared than ever to change the world in which we live. That all creation may give ever more glory to God.